This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2344, How a Do-Nothing Day Changed My Life, by Hilary Barnett of nosidebar.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. I'm gonna jump right into another post and start optimizing your life. How a Do-Nothing Day Changed My Life, by Hilary Barnett of nosidebar.com. Doing nothing. The mere thought gives you a sudden twitch, right? Me too, my friend. But despite the twitch, I'd like to make a proposal. For one day out of each week, you do absolutely nothing. This doesn't mean you don't go anywhere or just sit on your couch and stare at the wall. It means simply that you clear your calendar and make space for what could happen. You remove any social obligations, you let projects sit idle, you turn off your notifications, you simply take a day to just be. Ever since my first daughter was born, I felt the pull toward a do-nothing day. I went back to work part-time when she was only 11 weeks old, and when I spent time away from her, her demeanor and behavior was just different. She wasn't as settled, and neither was I. I could tell she was a happier kid when I was able to spend one day just being with her. So when we were able to be together on my days off, I try to make it a point to have one day where we didn't have a million places to be, if I could help it. No agenda, no rushing around, no one else to please. Just me and her, together, doing whatever we felt like doing or getting into whatever adventure may come our way. Recently, I heard someone say, if you want to see where your priorities really lie, look at two things, your calendar and your bank statement. If you believe your priorities are what truly matters to you, look no further than those two places to confirm or deny your hunch. The do nothing day. Let's do an experiment. Take a look at your calendar and take an inventory with me. How much of it is work related? How much of it is spent in social engagements with family, doing hobbies, self-improvement? And how much white space do you see? We've become a culture that is severely uncomfortable with white space. We don't like being left alone with ourselves and that's because it's not always fun. We then have to face our true feelings, our negative emotions, our relational drama, and figure out what to do with it. It's much easier to simply turn on the TV, check our phones, and continue numbing. We're terrified of silence, of nothing on the agenda. Who are we without these things to hold us up, to give us significance? We pack our schedules full, hoping that will keep us from stopping long enough to notice our inner lives are in great need of attention. The essence of simplifying your life is recognizing you have intrinsic value by simply being. You matter, your life matters, and you have worth, period. You matter without the stuff, without the outside approval and conferred significance, without the career, the projects, the friends, without anything just you. It takes the absence of an agenda to really learn yourself. It takes quiet. It takes room. It takes time. But everything in the world is going to fight you for it. Learning to be comfortable with a do-nothing day isn't going to come easily. It's hard work, but it is work worth doing. So today, look at your calendar. What can you say no to just this time around? If there's a colored notification on each day, which of those can you clear out? Which day can hold some white space, some possibility, some openness? Here are a few tips as you consider your own do-nothing day. Number one, 
set it aside, and make it known. We make things sacred through our intentions and our actions. So set your intention. What day will it be? And then let some people close to you know so they can support you in your effort. Number two, don't stress about it. Wake up and simply resist the urge to immediately do. It might take time to break this habit, but as soon as you remove all of your go-to distractions, you'll instantly notice how often you rely on them. Number three, pay attention. Depriving ourselves of our normal comforts for even a short amount of time can go a long way in teaching us what we really need. We're able to notice when we have an urge to check our phone or make a call. We can get a better feel for our own patterns of behavior and the motivations behind them. Number four, listen to your heart. If someone invited you to attend something, don't simply give a knee-jerk response. Stop and wait. Is this something you would typically just say yes to because you feel obligated? Or is this something that would really breathe life into you? Notice and respond with authenticity and vulnerability. And number five, spend some time in silence. Our brains are constantly bombarded with information, images, and noise. We tend to assume our minds are like fortresses and all this stimulation can simply bounce off, but that is not the case. Our minds are vulnerable and everything we see and experience influences our thoughts and emotions. So for your do-nothing day, set a guard at the gate. You just listened to the post titled How a Do-Nothing Day Changed My Life by Hillary Barnett of nosidebar.com. Thank you to Hillary. Now, she said that she wasn't talking about doing absolutely nothing and staring at the wall, but... Isn't it weird how if we really, truly imagine doing nothing, like actually nothing for a day, not browsing our phones or watching TV or doing anything, it almost feels incredibly wasteful, when in reality it could be defined as recharging or even just as an experience we can learn from, like an experiment of sorts. The closest thing that I know to doing nothing without actually literally doing nothing, by the way, I think that's impossible because thoughts will pop up, so you're basically thinking. But anyway, the closest thing I think is meditating. And some meditation centers offer silent retreats. Now, I've never done one, but everyone that I've met that has done one has said it was an incredible experience. You're basically doing nothing for an extended period of time. It could be a day, a week or longer. And you're not supposed to talk to anyone. You're really doing nothing for that period of time. And shockingly, people find it revolutionary and something they are so happy that they did. Again, at least from the people I've talked to. That's kind of crazy to think about. Honestly, I think everyone could benefit from a little bit of doing absolutely nothing once in a while. So hopefully you get the chance to do a little bit of nothing today, even if it's just for one minute as an experiment. Have a great morning, afternoon, or evening whenever you're listening to this, and I'll see you tomorrow where optimal life awaits.